You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Daryl Ryder is a little under the weather today, so we went to the bench. Not like it was he was playing for the Browns, but we went to the bench and we called him in and we made him a starter, and he is Jamel White. Former Browns running back, former Ravens running back, former – did you play in the Canadian Football League too? I thought you played a yeah, football I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, let me check uh, Wikipedia. Yep, you were born on February 11th, and wow, I didn't realize you were that old. How about that? What the? First off, 44. not that old. Yeah. But look I look good you. to be 40. I look good to be 44, though, right? You keep telling yourself that. You'll feel good about I, yourself, too. I might Go as well. Nobody else tell me. Well, I mean, you've had a good life, man. <laughs> well, you play, you played so. the NFL, good family. Uh, my family's awesome. I'm not gonna yeah. lie about that. You're like a sports commissioner now. You do all kinds of cool stuff. A sports commissioner? Yeah, you like run some big time soccer league. You're like a commissioner. You're like the you, commissioner of you know what man? East Side Soccer, aren't you? No, I am not the commissioner of no East Side Soccer. You, you know what? Why is the soccer stuff always come up? That's like when we for you when, when I when I'm on the radio with you, you throw yeah. that up there because I think you you're excellent at what you do. That's why. Oh, okay, thank you. I do appreciate it. <clears throat> at least to your face, I'll say that. I think you're excellent at what you do. Well, at least you're saying it to my face. That's what I like about you. You're very uh, straightforward. I am. All right, all right so we got to talk about the Browns somewhere. I'm sure we are going to mess around for the next half hour because Daryl's under the weather. So I'm sure we'll be talking about things that have nothing to do with the Browns, and that's okay. Let's start with the Browns, though. Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson is back. He is now playing. He hasn't played in two years. So just right out of the rip, what do you think about him playing for the Browns right now? When I think about him playing for the Browns right now, let's see. Don't get your hopes up because he has not played for two years and the expectations need to be 
what's a good word for it? Uh, Tempered. Real realistic. Is that a good word? Realistic. That's a good word. You have a so, lot of good words. Yeah, that's that's what I think. People got to be realistic. I don't. I don't. I don't see like the same things that people see. Like I'm like I like I tell you all the time, man. I'm not like a, a regular fan. Like I I played and I understand it. So it's different for all me. All right. So so you're saying be realistic. You're not expect even though the Browns are playing probably the worst team in the NFL this week. That's I mean everyone's laying that out, and I get worried when people start saying that because when you say someone's the worst team in the NFL, somehow, some way they rise up to the occasion because last time I checked, they still get a paycheck and they are professional football <laughs> players. Dude, like, here's the thing. I don't care. Everybody's seen the worst teams beat the best teams. That's the crazy part. Last week, who thought the Browns were going to beat the Bucks? You did. The Browns ain't the worst team, but people didn't think they was going to win. So if you go in there and you start acting like, oh, we shouldn't lose this game. This is an easy one. Guess what? Your guard down, you nah, that ain't gonna work out for you. So have you been in I'm, that spot? I mean, do you remember walking into games like that? Yeah. I'm well, we've never played the worst team. Dude, every time, every time the Browns, when I played, every time the Browns stepped on the field, no matter what our record was, we were considered the worst team. You know what I mean? So I walked into that every every day. Like every Sunday I walked into that. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm used to that. But the reality is, like you said, everybody's getting a paycheck. So you're not gonna come in and I'm just gonna lay down for you. That's not gonna work out. So that's what they think, but the football players don't think that. That's what everybody else is saying. If you're saying everybody else, that's probably like media people. The football players know better than that. They know they ain't about to just. Now fans go. are saying it. it is me. It's media. It's fans. It's yeah. You but know, the, guys that used to play the game. You the, the media that used to play the game too. That's the interesting part when you hear it. Well, like you, you know, what, like your you, your media that used to play the game. That's where you are. Right yeah. Now. Well, here here's the here's the crazy part about that, man. Like you, you sit down with me every Sunday, and we sit there and we chop it up. I'm not like most of them cats, man. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the real. Because you you're not gonna just walk in there and just the other team's just gonna lay down for you. They know that. You know, they might be saying what they think people want to hear. And not just because I'm a Browns fan, because I'm just a fan of football in general. Ain't nobody just gonna lay down. <laughs> right, let me let me throw this at you. It, what should Browns fans think about Deshaun? What what kind of expectations should they have for him? You've already said, hey temper your enthusiasm a little bit, but realistically, what do you think he should be accomplishing in the six games that he'll get in under his belt this year? As long as he stays healthy. That's another thing. Like people right. just assume the players are going to be healthy. And I, I don't think that's right either. Dude, he just, man, first off, <clears throat> he's got to get comfortable again. That's the thing. He's got to get comfortable again. He ain't in his comfort level. He ain't going to be the same Deshaun that was playing for the Texans when he was there. You know what I mean? And I mean, he threw for almost five thousand yards on a four and twelve team his last year. That was two years ago. It's pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, of course it is. But you got to think about it too, man. Like the NFL is made to air the ball out. How many interceptions did he have? Do you know that? Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Right. So here's the th like the NFL is made to air out the ball. But I'm gonna tell you this: 
I wouldn't want to be in Deshaun Watson's position playing on the field right now, expectation-wise. It's unfair for him. I would like to be in his financial uh, situation. His financial situation is awesome. But the reality is, dude, there is so much on his back right now to where going into a game, that's stressful by itself. Let me go back to let me go back to the point you just made. Okay, so you brought I looked it up quick. Seven interceptions that year in 2020, which is amazing. Yeah. When you think about it, it was his fourth season in the league. And in previous years, he had thrown for significant, like he threw for a thousand yards less right. in 2019. He threw 26 touchdowns and threw 12 picks. He came back in 2020 and threw 4,800 yards. 33 touchdowns, career best, and a career low seven interceptions. So, I mean, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm excited to watch him play. I mean, this, I just hope that we just give him time before people start freaking out. Because if he is rusty and he doesn't look right the first couple of weeks, it's okay. That's realistic. That's realistic, right? That I think that's realistic. But we're in Cleveland. You know, the fans want right now. You know what I mean? They want that. They want that remedy right now. And you know, I can't blame them because it's been so long since they've actually won like a championship or had like players that they can, you know, look at like at the quarterback position. Like right now at the running back position, you know, you got Nick Chubb, you got um, Kareem Hunt, you you know, you got some players, you got you know Amari outside, and I don't and I don't think it's fair. For Jacoby, to be honest, Jacoby, he's done a great job. He has. He really has. And no one can take that away from so him. So if you money I mean? didn't matter, should he still be the starting quarterback? Yeah, absolutely. What what did he do to lose it? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to bench a player, what you what you going to do to him? Like, realistically, Andy, let's think about that. What did he do? If he Let's just take all the money out of the way. All right. And you still have Deshaun, all right, and he, and he comes in, whatever the case is. What did Jacoby do to lose the, the starting position? Uh, the only thing he did to lose the position was accept the role, knowing that he was going to lose the position. No, 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 I didn't ask. That's you that. what he did. He he knew I, this was coming, so it's like I know, but I'm I'm talking but player, about like if this was high school, is that what you're saying? And there yeah, was a, I'm ta- uh, no, let's just say, I'm not talking about high school. I'm talking about if money. Was not the issue. Yeah, I'm trying to, that's why I'm trying to take money out of the. I'm trying to put this in an equation that we've ever seen before. We haven't. Jamal, we've never seen this equation before where you knew you were going to have a guy who was going to be your starting quarterback for 11 games. And then all of a sudden now you're like, oh, all right, you're done. See ya. It's just, well, it, this doesn't happen. It happens. The only time it ever happens is when you know someone's hurt and it's, it's, it's not finite. Like we know, we knew it was 11 games. It's not, you know, someone's hurt. You're like, Oh, I hope he can come back next week. Is he coming back in two weeks? What's, you know, this is so unique and so different, but I don't disagree with you. I don't think he played his way out of the job. There are games you could have walked and said, you know, after new England, you might've walked out of that game and go, Oh man, maybe we should go to the backup. Right? No, you could have done that at some point. No, you couldn't have. Yes, you could have. Or even the beginning of the year. I mean, okay. the, the, the fourth quarter comebacks weren't exactly what we had hoped for more. You know, it, out of a, we would hope for more if if Deshaun was a starting quarterback early in the season. There's a couple games that if he could have rallied the troops at the end, they could have won. But I didn't have those le- that level of expectation for him. Okay, let me ask you this. 
Hang on. Do me a favor, Joel. Do this. You can ask me this after the break. You got a big question for me? Give me the topic. What's the topic that you want to ask me No, I want to hit you with it without you knowing. Oh, oh, well, you're going to hit me up. We're going to keep chopping it up, right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Am I too old to be saying chopping it up? No, no, no. No? You you good. No, you good. You only have All right, he's Jamel. He's filling in for Daryl this week. Daryl's a little under the weather. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Back after this. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Jamel White. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl has the week off. He's a little bit under the weather. He'll be back with us for the post-game show on Sunday. I want to remind you that we're brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Right, we were talking about Deshaun Watson, his return this week, and you left us with a cliffhanger. Like, you had to know something that was super important, Jamel. So please, get it out. Let's find out. All what exactly right. do you need to know? All right, so tell me this. All right. Okay. If you take the money out of it, I'm asking okay. you take the money out. All right. Okay, no money. Take out the fact that he knew that he was done. He was not going to start no more. This is Jacoby Brissett we're talking about. Yes. Yes, you're just joining us the segment. Okay, go ahead. What did he do to lose the starting position? Nothing. I don't think he did anything to lose the starting Nothing. position. You, do you, you think he up- did? No, you you think he did. No, I think he, he knew what England. was coming. But no, no, hold on, hold on. You said New England. He lost it in New England, right? Nah, no, that's I didn't not say true. that. I no, didn't no, say you said you would have put in the backup. You said you he would have put in the backup though. But here's the thing: Why what? would you put? Yeah, you absolutely said that. What are you, you saying said, that I said? You said he would have put in the back. You would have put in the backup because of the New England stuff. Oh, because, because of, of the game England. against New England. Yeah. Like and what yeah. I was saying was knowing the NFL and understanding how oh, you're giving me the face and nobody can see it because they can only hear us right now. But what I'm saying is after the, the New England game, you may have said to yourself, man, they got a lot of talent on this team and they don't really look good. I wonder what our backup quarterback looks like. Dude, you know, that's what this town's all about. Like Wait if a, a starter has a bad game, people are always like the best job in Cleveland is to be the backup quarterback. It always has and always will be. Because someone's always ready to put the next guy in. They are. They're always ready to see the next guy if they see a starting quarterback falter just a little bit. That's the history of this town. Okay, here's the thing. I agree with what you're saying and that aspect of of how um, Cleveland gets down. But here's the deal. All right. You're not pulling that dude out of the game because of the New England situation. No, no. It's just the New England situation. It's negative thoughts that are crawling into people's heads. That's all. Yeah, but you got to take everything that you've seen throughout all the games and put it together. We got consistently ran on for six games straight, right? We got consistently ran on. Well, not for six games straight, but we got consistently ran on. Our our defense is inconsistent. Our defense didn't show up until last game. So you can't sit up there and just blame that man for points on the board like that. Oh, I'm and not. I'm not. That, that's the thing that gets me. But you may not. But the thought you said is running through people's minds. Like, oh, well, what do well, we got? I think do? the no, problem is, is that, like, uh, all right, it, it, here, here's the problem. Like, I don't know. What's the latest video game that's out right now? Do you know you still play video games? Because I don't play video Come games. Come on, dude. I ain't got time to play no video games. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Uh I'm trying to make a reference that isn't for every 55 year old out there or just trying to think of my kids. Let's just say uh, 
Use Pac-Man. Pac-Man's a good one. Pac-Man, everybody okay. knows Pac-Man. All right, everybody knows Pac-Man. So it's like you're playing Pac-Man, and then finally someone comes up with um, Super 3D Real Life Pac-Man, which is about to come out, and you can get that, but it costs a lot more money. I mean, the you Browns... probably shouldn't use Pac-Man. All right, thank you. I didn't think it was good knowledge either. Um, I'm trying to think of something. It's it, it's like the internet. How about that? It's like okay, you're good. You're good getting on the internet. Sorry, it's you know you're good. Like you've got, it's like AOL. How's that? Sound? AOL very consistent. You could get mail with AOL. You know it works. They fooled a lot of people that were still paying for it when they were giving it away for free because they didn't come out and say it was free. But it was AOL. It was consistent. You knew exactly what it was, right? And then all of a sudden, you found Gmail, and you thought, oh, my God, it's changed my life because Gmail was sitting there the whole time, and then you realized that you could have been using Gmail. I, I know this is probably a bad analogy. That's what it is right now. It's bad. Jacoby's AOL. Are He's you AOL. Saying, did you just, wait a minute. Time out. You said all right to say that? I guess so. It was kind of a waste of time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a waste of time. That was like <laughs> two minutes out of everybody's life. That they could <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. I hate you. Like, seriously, like, I, you drive me crazy. You could have just said, <laughs> that's like having no internet. <laughs> All right, no internet compared to having internet. internet. <laughs> like having to handwrite papers compared to like having to use a typewriter. I, I don't know, but that's not the same. I was trying to find something good. It's yeah, it's just you, that you know that you know that the upgrade is there for you. It's sitting there. It's just you're not allowed to use it yet because it's it's wrapped up in a box and you're not allowed to open that until Christmas. So you're oh. gonna have to sit here and use everything else until Christmas gets here, and then boom, now all of a sudden you're allowed to open it up on the 25th. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, that's a lot better. All right, let's probably use it not as probably not as <sighs> good. But what I'm trying to say is this, man. Everybody can look at Deshaun Watson any kind of way they want. The whole situation. They can either look at it any kind of way they want. Right. If it don't pan out the way they want it to be, guess what they'll do? They'll say, man, they should have left him. They should have put, uh, they should have left Jacoby in the game. That's what they're going to say. Oh, I think fans are going to say that over the next two weeks. I totally agree with you. That's what they're going to say. Things they say, don't they're look say perfect. They should have just left him in there. Look, if they're down against Cincinnati and they'll be like, well, Jacoby didn't have any problems against Cincinnati. We beat Cincinnati. Why is the Sean in the game? I guarantee you that's coming. You're yeah. right. I agree with you. I agree. That's with that's, you. that's 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 how it goes, man. That's how it works. So for me, like I said, I'm a realist, man. Like it is what it is. I understand money plays a big part in the NFL stuff when it comes to this, especially when you got to give somebody what is it, a quarter of a billion dollars or whatever that is, but that plays a big part, and you don't want to, you know, lose out on that, but at the same time, I, you know, that man didn't lose his, he didn't lose a job, he had to give it away, and when you, when you a football player, man, and let's take away the money, let's take, when somebody gets hurt, let's just say you're starting quarterback, let's just say it's Aaron Rodgers right now, right? Do you ever lose your guy, how about you, do you ever lose your job because you got hurt? No, absolutely not. No, because you were always working too hard, and you weren't going to tell anybody if you were hurt either. Anyway, nah. But here's the thing, though: you don't lose your job because you hurt. That just—that's how it is. Unless, unless... I want to believe that. I just—I think that's just like the old saying: oh, you can't lose your job because of injury. But if somebody comes out there and they're way better than you were at your job, but here's the thing. But here's the thing that happens in the NFL. I'll be completely honest with you: you don't lose your job when you hurt. They'll let you play. But when they see that dude that gave them that spark, they'll work you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
they work you out and then you just end up sharing those carries or whatever they can. But with a quarterback, you can't do stuff like that because mentally it's fatiguing and it'll kill their confidence. So, yeah, they can put Jacoby on the bench if they want. Well, they are going to put him on the bench and he understands that. But as as many times as I see that man have that that thought in his like do all his press conferences, I'm convinced that when Jacoby leaves, he, he only has a one-year deal, right? So correct, correct. I'm convinced he done did enough to secure a spot as a starter somewhere else if he does not continue to be here next year. Guaranteed. I hope he's here. I, let me ask you, and I know we got another segment here quickly, but um, I, I, what do you hear on the street about Deshaun? Like, do people want to be Browns fans? Because so, we were talking about this today on our show. And I, you know, when everything went down in the beginning, I mean, there was a lot of, lot of passionate feelings on. Well, I'll just look at him as a football player, or I can't ever root for the Browns again because you know of everything that he's done or everything that he's accused of doing. That's it. That's probably the better way to put it. So I'm just curious, like, what do you hear? Like people that, because they'll come up to you if they're Browns fans because they know you played for the Browns, right? But I'm like, I'm just, or they're coming up, they're like, Jamel, man, I can't do it anymore. I don't agree with what they did. Dude, here's the thing. Let me just be completely honest. Everybody remember Michael Vick? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, Michael Vick was killing off dogs. He was doing all kinds of stuff. But if he came in and he was like, man, I got to change. I got to change my life. They said the same thing about Michael Vick. They were like, man, we don't want him here. We don't want this. We don't. Michael Vick turned around teams for people. You know what I mean? After the fact. Now, I don't condone nothing that Deshaun did, but at the same time, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I don't know any of that stuff. I got girls. My, I have daughters. So I look at it a lot differently. You know what I mean? Like, I get upset. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, if they don't give him a chance, they're going to give him a chance. Look at Kareem Hunt. Didn't they give Kareem a chance? At first, there were people talking about, man, what? But then this dude toting the ball for us like crazy. He doing all the stuff he's supposed to do. He ain't really in the news no more. Everybody like, man, Kareem is this. Kareem is this now. They forgot about that. Well, let me give you another guy. Guy played for the Ravens, right? Ray Lewis. Yep, Ray, same way. Same thing, man. So just because somebody may have done something, don't make them – Everybody has bad decisions sometimes. I, like Deshaun, I don't know what he did. I don't condone if the things that they said is legit. I don't condone what he did. But the reality is, if he comes out and he sets Cleveland on fire and do all the things that people think he's going to do, that goes away. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Jamel White. He is sitting in today for Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you want to be a part of the show, all you need to do is email us at GameDayCLE. You can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram back. Um, we'll talk about decisions that were made. I'm going to ask you a decision that the Browns made on Wednesday that was extremely interesting, and I want to get your take on this. We'll do that when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Jamal White. I'm Andy Baskin talking about the Browns right now. They get set to go off to Houston on Sunday, and uh, Deshaun Watson will see his first action after 11-game suspension. So, Jamal, I want to ask you, this is a media thing. So, normally on Wednesdays, as you know, the quarterback, of the starting quarterback for the Browns of the next week speaks to the media to talk about the next game and maybe even reflect back on 
what's happened so far or, or other things going on. Today or Wednesday when we taped this show, um, the Browns decided not to have Deshaun Watson speak. First of all, what do you think of that? And uh, yeah, what do you think of that? Let's start there. Well, I, man, I think that's smart, man. You remember we talked about that um, on the show too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's smart. Why get caught up in the media stuff? It's going to be a media frenzy. He's going back to Houston where it all went down, where the team, you know, allegedly knew about everything. They're going to try and get him off his game. Right now, the Browns want him focused on what he has to do. I'm sure he's going to have to answer questions at some point. You know, if he performs the way that people think he's going to perform, those questions are – they turn into questions like, how did you feel um, going into a game today? How'd you, how did that feel being back on the field after so many years? How did that blah, – blah. so those are the questions they probably want to answer, but the reality is the Browns just want to keep him safe, man, keep his head right. What do you think about this whole Tony Busby thing, the, 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 the attorney for the defendants? Um, who's invited all the defendants that he settled with to sit in the suite? But to me, that's just straight. Forget about everything. That's just, that's just straight Jerry Springer. Dude, that's the Jerry Springer show. That's like I think that's what he wants. I just, you know, that this is the first time where I've kind of been like, man, as a lawyer, this is he's just a. I don't. It's Jerry Springer. That's all I can say. That's the best way. He's trying to create the Jerry Springer show. Like I have, simple and compassion for anybody uh who is accusing deshaun at this point but they've settled and that's isn't that really what a settlement is when you settle you've settled the story at yeah. least in the courts now in the court of public opinion that's what he's still trying to manipulate do like so let, let me let me hit on this real quick because it's crazy to me what people will do for attention you know what i'm saying like if if you're going to settle something, settle it and, and move on. That means that if I'm going to take your money or if I'm going to tell you, you know what, we're done. I didn't wash my hands of you. I ain't trying to step back in that arena with you. Wait, are you giving me money? Because I'll stop right no, here. No, absolutely money. not. Absolutely yeah, not. I'm trying to, get, I'm give trying me to some dig money. in your pockets. So but, excited. Oh. <laughs> but if this lawyer is doing that, this this he ain't right. And if I'm one of those females and – I'm going and I'm really I understand being strong about certain things, but if I'm really done with the situation, I'm you can invite me, but I ain't going. Why am I gonna go? I done got what I wanted to well, I done got whatever I settled for. Why am I gonna do that? You know what I mean? You just drawing attention to a, a situation that you really that you claiming you didn't want to really be in. Now you putting yourself right back in it. That just don't make sense to me, man. Like, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even condone nothing like that. All right, back to the football part of the story. If you're um, – I'm just trying to think. If you're Nick Chubb, what do you think of the fact that you've got Deshaun Watson next to you now? I think defenses have to plan on both those guys running. The one thing that, you know, you want to go back and look at Jacoby Brissett, like, I don't know that there's ever a fear that he was going to run for a first down. Now I think defenses have to plan for, you know, plan A, plan B, or plan C. I think – the Browns offensively, despite the fact fourth best offense in the NFL, are way more dynamic now because you know they have a guy that can extend the play longer than their former quarterback and can run the ball. What do you think of that? 
And what does this uh, mean for the running backs? I think I think um, for the running backs, they're gonna love it, man. I mean, at, but here's the thing: they're gonna love it and hate it <laughs> because when you have a running quarterback like that, packages could change real quick. You know what I mean? To where you can put a, a QB draw in. They ain't writing up a QB draw for Jacoby. They ain't happening. But so they can put in a QB draws. They can put in um, QB sweeps. It's going to be uh, a lot of, what is it, RPOs or whatever those are called. It's going to yeah, be a lot. Pass option. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of those now. Did they I not mean, have those or they just call them something different when you play? No, dude, we didn't. You know, the NFL goes in segments, man. You know, the Wildcat was the one thing. The one thing it wasn't RPOs. I, it, that didn't happen there. It was wild. Were you a wildcat? That, was there a wildcat with you? Nah, I didn't have to do that. Did you? Mine I'm saying, just, did you ever have a direct snap? I don't ever remember. No, nah, ours was just Smash Mouth, man. Like you go, you just go get it. <laughs> it is what it is. They put the ball in your hand. Let's go get that first down. It wasn't the NFL is so so far changed now? It's it's crazy. But you still love it. You still love talking about it. I do. I mean, dude, I just love I, I like talking about the experience of it, man, because I like giving people real insight to things that actually happen. Like, I, I'm not like I don't have to be like some of the ex-football players that's on media now that just tell you what you want to hear. or They may be upset about things that happen to them. And then they look at these other players like, oh, man, this is crazy. This should be. Nah, I just want to be real with people. All right. How good can the Browns be with Deshaun Watson? <clears throat> I think the Browns about the defense. I think the Browns would be real good with Deshaun Watson or without him. I don't think I don't think just one quarterback. You need pieces, man. That's what people don't understand. You need pieces. You don't just one quarterback can change some things, but they're not going to change everything. If you if you look at all the tandems, right? Good teams have a tandem of something. And it's always involved a quarterback and a wide receiver. Is that not true? I'll buy it. Yeah. But it's I think we have, I think we have that wide receiver. I think Amari right. Cooper is the man. So yeah. we have to establish that stuff. So if you look at it, where's our tandem? If when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, they had a tandem. They 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 had Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. They they had people. They had Emma Smith. So they had a group of people. If they just had Aikman or even Denver, when Denver went to the Super Bowl, they had what? Paint Manning and Demarius Thomas. So that was their tandem. They had a wide receiver and a quarterback, but they had a couple of wide receivers too, right? So he was the only one putting it work. So if you think about that stuff, man, it puts stuff in perspective. When you look at all the great teams, oh my God, I didn't even say this. When, when it was the Washington Redskins, now the Commanders, they had um, who was the what was the black quarterback's name at the time? That was back in the day. But they had two Williams? good wide receivers. Yep, they had two Doug good Williams? wide receivers. Yep, they had two good wide receivers. Plus, they had some uh, some running backs. So there's tandems, man. So not just one person is just gonna light that thing on fire. They gonna have a, now here in Cleveland, we do have. Nick, who's established, Kareem, who's established. But the thing about that is we ain't running the ball like Dallas to where Nick ain't going to get touched five yards down the field. You know what I'm saying? So it's different, man. Like, so when I when I look at football, I'm not just looking at one player. I'm looking at tandems. I'm looking at running backs. I'm looking at the group. 
of what people bring. You know what I mean? And then even with um the Ravens, they had tandem. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, you gotta you gotta look at but you're saying more overall. than one wide receiver, or you're saying two, two, three, right? You you've got to be able yeah. to like Donald you gotta have a tandem. has to step up to be a true two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to have a tandem of people, man. Like it's not, it ain't just a quarterback. I guess a tandem not, in in the actual word tandem means two. So you need a well, trio. Well, you gotta have you gotta have a trio then. Let's go trio. There you go. Very let's good. Let's go four. Let, do we how do we say four? Make it sound Quad. sophisticated. A quad. quad, a quad, a quad, but not a quad pull. Yeah. That would be bad. You can't have a quad pull. Dude, right, oh, so listen. The, Go ahead. Let me tell you, I just thought Go about on. this. The only person Go going back to the Deshaun thing about how people look at him, mm-hmm. the only person that I know of that never bounced back after getting caught doing something was mm-hmm. Ray Rice. He's the only one. You want to know why? Point. Why you want to know why? Tell me because because the people actually seen the video of him get hitting that woman. It's a good they point. They actually seen it. They yeah, actually seen point. him. So and he's the only one that I know of that didn't bounce back. No one uh, you graphic. All right, Jamal. I do want to thank you for being a part of the podcast today. And on behalf of you know our entire staff, I have a one thousand dollar gift certificate to burgerfy for you congratratulations <laughs> let me tell you something dog so we gotta tell Boy, everybody about this now, now listen listen uh, meredith <laughs> if you want to pop in here on the end of the show you got to hear this so how long have we known each other we've been friends for 15 years probably yeah it's been a minute it's been a long time I mean, we were uh, we were at the dumpy tv station for a long time too together we were doing stuff on <laughs> sunday nights and meredith this is crazy so i you know he lived uh, in the in the neighborhood of not not in the same place, but there's a place called Burger Fi. Did you ever hear of it, Meredith? Never heard of it. No. Okay, they had. I mean, they had real. I thought they had. I thought they had really good burgers and they had good ice cream too. I didn't think Stop it was bad. It. Stop. So it. I come back and I'm I'm talking to him and he, he walks in the studio, and I'm like, Hey Jamal, man, I was out in your neck of the woods and. Took the kids to this place called Burger Fi. It was really good. And the only reason I'm I'm mentioning them is because they're out of business now. At least they're out of business in Northeast Ohio. And so I, I'm like, hey Jamel, man, I gotta tell you, this place is great. You got you're gonna love this place. And do and like for 15 years, we've been going, I don't know if it's been 15 years, but back and forth about this place called Burger Fi. And you tell, I mean, Jamal loved it. Like he thought it was the greatest place ever. Let me tell you something. Blatant liar. I I I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with Burger Five. These people gave you a hamburger with a with the bull stamped on it. it yeah, they would stamp it, their logo on the bread. It was pretty cool. They will stamp. First off, what the heck is a Burger Five anyway? What does that mean? You getting five burgers? That that's what the cost was. Fi, for F-I, one. not F-I-V-E, F-I. Well, whatever. That's, I gotta that's tell like, you, um, I gotta tell you, I, I know a lot of people that play for the Jackrabbits. Say, you know, let's say like, oh, you go to uh, you go to South Dakota, you won't understand. Don't you ever, <laughs> don't you ever, don't you ever, don't you ever bring the Jackrabbits up around me. Don't you ever, don't you ever. They, they, let me tell you something. Tell me something. <laughs> don't you ever bring them up. They, they, 
South Dakota, baby. University of South Dakota. Everybody know about that. They all know about their hockey team. Why didn't you play hockey there? Why would I play hockey? How many? Well, I don't even know that. I mean, you did play pro baseball. Like, I don't know. Like, Meredith, I don't know. Did you know that he played? I mean, he was knocking on the door for the Mariners, and he walked away. He walked away from it. I mean, Kyler Murray walked away from the athletics. Oh, that's true. More, more, there's See? more money in football, right? It depends. <laughs> like if you <laughs> you last longer in baseball for sure, but if you get on the forty man, it's it's more money in baseball, guaranteed. But not how I had to do it. I had to go through the minor leagues and all that. Man, you could be, I could be a, I could still be a rookie right now. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So you, you uh, still- again. Before getting uh, your minor league baseball career, which I did, did would I don't, if I go to minorleaguebaseball.com, do you have any stats over there or no? For minor yeah, league baseball? I got some stats. All right, got some stats. All right, I got up and left. That's one stat <laughs> that you don't see. You 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 gonna see a bed with undone blankets and a, and a black dude running up out of there. That's what you gonna see. You gonna see that stat. Seriously, you got to tell people. You, I, I don't know if we've ever told the story anywhere. Tell people how you, you left the. You, it was the Mariners, right? Yeah. All right. Tell yeah. tell tell everybody what happened. So, I I had to go and get like. Uh, I, I was a leadoff hitter, so all the time I get hit with balls. Like it wasn't no tennis balls. They they were like fastballs. So me being me. I'm from the hood. I'm jumping out the way. I'm not going to stand in there and get hit with a ball. That's stupid. Take one that's, for the team. Good. Yeah. So they wanted me to crowd the base and all that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I went to the dude who uh, got me drafted. Scout. And I went to and I, I went to him and I was like, hey, man, how do I get out of here? <laughs> how, what do I got to do? He was like, well. You got to go to a university somewhere and they can't mess with you. Shoot, please. I went, put my, sent applications to anybody who wanted. Sister of the Poor, Trailer Park U, whatever. Whoever, whoever would take it, I gave it to them. So South Dakota was like, okay, we'll come. Now, I didn't even have a football scholarship. I didn't have nothing going on. Nothing. I jumped out of that daddy late night. Bye. Hit you. Got to South Dakota. And then that was, but it. you, did you even say goodbye to anybody with the Mariners when you, where were you? Were you in Arizona or something? No, I was in, um, Lancaster, Palmdale or whatever, but no, Somewhere in California near you. Yeah. That was like right by my hometown. No, nah, like, I'm not. You just said, I'm out. See you. Peace. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not. I'm, See you later. I'm not. I'm, I don't want nothing to do with it. But it worked out. So it's it because it, now you're here. This is your dream, your dream podcast that you now you've been on it once and you'll be podcasting all over the place and you'll forget about us. That's what's gonna happen. Is that what's gonna happen? I'm gonna be a podcast all over the place. Is that you're gonna have your own podcast? <laughs> it has been a pleasure talking with you, my friend. We appreciate you for filling in on such short notice, and we will see you on Spectrum News One, your other home, when you yeah. talk about the Browns on the postgame show, where you do a fantastic job. Well, carrying the host you carry the host on that show i just want you to know that well you don't have to tell me stuff i already know i mean i know that. Oh, ouch <laughs> all right meredith how do you do was he okay let everybody know how he did 
You did excellent, Jamel, as always. Well, well thank you, Meredith. I, I I love the fact that you said that. That is awesome. And that is it. Another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. We should be back on uh, Sunday night. Uh, Daryl, hopefully, will feel a little bit better, and that'll uh, get us back up to speed. Again, if you like what you're listening to, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? So simple, so easy. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And if you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on social media at Game Day CLE on Instagram and Twitter. For Meredith Kane, I'm Andy Baskin. Thank you to Jamal White for filling in today. We appreciate you. It's always game day in Cleveland.